0: Many, many things they happen, oh If you don't know, you go, just they suffer Many, many things they happen, oh If you don't know, you go, just they cry
1: A very beautiful morning to you. Thank you once again for staying there. Uh, time now to bring you our sponsored program, Follow the Money Radio program, implemented by Connected Development, which is code for short. And the program is supported by Oxfam International on this platform, we try to follow the money in oil-rich communities. And, of course, we talked about this in, on the first edition uh, we had. But this morning, uh, we'll be looking at something different uh, from what we did when we had the maiden edition of the show. And for today, our focus is on uh, uh, oil theft and violations of regulatory laws in the extractive industry. And my guest uh, this morning, uh, you've met him before. Uh, He's uh, the state lead for connected development, comrade Okonta Emeka Okelum. Good morning to you. Good morning, my brother. Uh, Good to see you once again. Thank you. And also this morning joining us is an activist. I mean, this woman is loaded. She's a human rights uh, girl child, in fact, name all the activism you can think of. Uh, she's an expert in that field. I have the pleasure to introduce to you this morning uh, Mrs. Helen dk Evangelist Mrs. Helen Dickey. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Trend 100.9 FM. Thank you. Uh, let's quickly begin with you, state lead, uh, comrade Okonta. Oil theft. What really is oil theft and why should we bother
2: uh oil theft is uh has to do with the illegal appropriation of uh oil crude and refined products you know and uh you know f- before i go further i would like you to look at it it, it, it all if it, it it involves stealing this uh natural resources or refined product instead of it moving from point of uh exploration down to the final market legally it's it ends up uh, being uh, its journey is uh, diverted and again you will begin to ask yourself why do we have such situations in the first place especially in niger delta you see why we have them is because we have cases of unemployment you have cases of poverty ignorance and uh, most times the vessels that are supposed to track these things are not enough in, in supply and most again some of these uh, petroleum plo- products are not really available all these things to some extent are the causes but to me uh, some of them might look like it's an excuse but uh, it's not really but these are some of the so
1: who really is the, responsible for oil theft and how
2: do they get about yes that? okay i will get to that but before i get to that i would like to you know you, you ask me a question why do we need to bother about oil theft you know why we have to bother why civil society actors like us how why non state actors like us are concerned is because 80% of the uh, annual budget the revenue for for this uh, budget are accrued from uh, oil and gas earnings and again not only that our constitution empowers our government to manage and distribute the funds from our natural resources to all sectors. So because the Constitution thus empowers them, and because a a bulk of our earnings with which we manage our budget or manage ourselves comes from the oil, uh, oil sector, we are concerned. And we want to see what we can do to reduce or minimize or eliminate, possibly, this issue of oil theft. That is why we are here. And again, those who are Involved, you see, mm. this um, oil theft is not like any other cr- uh, crime that is committed in Nigeria. It has become more of uh, a network, a very large network. And you see, mm. it's so it's regrettably bad that the people who are involved, who are responsible for this oil theft, are our security personnel,s who who are who the federal government have sent. Sent to uh, oil-bearing communities to check these things. They are involved there. They collude with militant organizations who are in those. Areas, when you as say well a secu- communities.
1: when you say a security personnel, are you saying that for sure, or it's mere speculation? You see, the
2: citizens, the average citizens, eh? Whether they are the locals or whether they are the um, oil facility, oil and gas facility workers, they cannot succeed in this in the process of oil theft without the connivance without the corporation without the 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 the, uh, the with the the security personnel
3: every if it,
2: it, it just google it everywhere you see it it's everywhere the the, 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 the all of them are is a ring is a cartel you know these are the people who are playing these uh, playing out and why are they doing that why is it possible that they are doing that when we the federal government do, does not have enough oversight over our oil and the extractive industry and again they have method of tapping The they they, they had various methods they tap into the oil and the, the pipeline whether the cold method or the hot uh, tapping system they, 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 do, they do this and again you see from I said it earlier from the begin, from the point of uh, exploration down to the final port on transit oil theft takes place at various points. And these things take place because these rackets, these uh, uh, actors connive among themselves and they have formed a very large network of criminal-minded persons.
1: Uh, let's speak with Mrs. H- uh, DK at this point. Now, uh, he has told us about oil theft, the peasant's... Uh allegedly involved in all of this. Now, in your opinion, who suffers the negative impact of oil theft? How would you put that up?
3: The people that suffer the, the, the oil thefts are the, the Nigerians. The economy, the, the revenue is reduced because they are taking more out of our country. The host communities are also suffering it the individual the common men are also suffering it you look at what I want to tell you how you ask me how when these oils are living like my colleague said the the the, the Terps and the security people are involved even the foreigners the staffs of the companies because of this when they come to the company to load the uh, the oil the crude oil they add excess. those people are the terminal the export terminals. those officers that are there they sometimes when let me take for example they are asking them to load five thousand barrel a day they will overload it and by the time they get to the deep sea as they're transferring to another ship that's leaving foreign ships they give them the excess they pay and where the nigerians are losing
0: mm.
3: at that point who are the people involved? The security people. Without the security people and the, and the water base, they will not be able to do it. Because before you leave the terminal, export terminal, they will check your document. The documents are checked. And if they are not well checked, they forge some of these things. And the people know, they know, there are people at the sea, the foreigners that are at the uh, terminal uh, point of export, they know what they are doing. So these this affects our revenue reduce the, 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 the development because if the money is there the whole the community will be developed the countries will be developed our revenue will come up our GDP GP will be coming up and we will make it and then uh, we will not be among the developing company, uh, countries. countries we will all grow but because we are not I, I, the top officers are involved also mm. the top government officers because they know what they are doing
1: all right, Mrs. Dike, we'd we'll continue with this line of yeah, thought, but, let but let's something. open There's the phone I lines. Open, yes. uh, let's open the phone lines now because we have our listeners who want to join the conversation. The call lines are zero eight one six seven seven four nine eight five one or zero eight zero seven one two two eight five seven one. Send us a message via zero eight one four zero three nine two zero six nine. Hello. Sir. Good morning to you. Good
4: morning, the guests in the studio. Yeah, hello. Guys. Good morning
1: to you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, yes, this
4: is. Uh, Obermudia. I am with
1: you right here in a All right, yes, please go the ahead. Treating, uh,
4: on the oil theft, I have a contribution to make. Can I go on, sir? Please go ahead. Yes. Uh, I also want you people to look on the other direction. Those who are involved in this oil test, especially those who are refining the crude, the one that they call illegal refinery, they should look on those people, how they can be productive to this country. Because if this thing were to be happening in America, I tell you, they will gather all of them, give them the wherewithal to make this production legal for the well-being of the General masses. So these people have the knowledge on how to go about to refine the crude and make it a a useful uh, petroleum product. You should look at what government can do to help them, if it is to so use the finale for them, and make it legal. So that we have enough to use in this country, no need of exporting fuel to go and import it back, waste the money on demolish. Another hand again, just like you are saying earlier, there is also gold theft going on in San Francisco. In fact, the Chinese are helping them there. We also like to hear things like that. So not it's not enough for us to to the entire world that we have been here there are also good steps going
1: on in the various thank you all right obo media thank you so much for your concerns and of course contribution to
2: the show this morning you would want to react to what he said no no before i react to what he said um there are there are still like the last questions you asked about uh, who suffers this or so his theft mm. you see especially i want to cite the niger delta where we are we in connected development are working
1: can we hold that thought for a moment? Let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning to you. Okay, so sorry about that. Uh, you'd have to call back that if you have them in 0816-774-9851, 807 8571 You can also send us a message via 814 39 Comrade Okoncha. Uh, let's continue with uh, the line of thought. Yes, yes.
2: You see, about who suffers issues of oil theft in niger delta you see, those who suffers it include our women our co- rural community women the girl child the elderly persons in the community the physically challenged persons you know the poor and most especially those communities who are either host communities or impacted communities that are at the end of the day who Turn instead of becoming blessed communities, turn marginalised communities. They suffer these issues of oil theft, and you see, there is a gender perspective to issue uh, issues of uh, oil theft because the way our women and the girl child suffers oil theft is different. If you go to communities where they have uh, oil installations, you see most of the girls are exposed to certain lifestyles that they are made in order. Of the communities, the past of uh, Nigeria are not exposed to. And you see, there are so many issues of abuse, there are so many issues of uh, rape by some men who work in this oil community, and because, because of evident cases of poverty in those communities. So these women and these girls, they suffer the elderly. But the most people, very important persons again who suffer are the physically challenged person
1: Okay, let's allow the activist in the house to also shed more light on how the oil thefts in Nigeria affect the girl child, the women, and of course, people living with uh, disability.
3: Thank you so much. It affects the women. The it affects child conception because of the environment. The the air polluted, they inhale it. Okay. And it affects when the child a woman is just bringing up a child. Again, we talk about newborn babies are also affected. If you bring out the child that is born in that place and the one that is not in that area, you will see that there are different. The child can get, sometimes you see them not growing very well. You see that their respiratory system are affected. And, and we talk about steel belt. It affects the women in steel belt because of the way the 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 environment the pollution of the oil uh, split oil they talk about the waters are not also good it affects the women who cooks these women are the ones who get to the water cook food sometimes you see that the water the the the, the, the top of the waters are oil are you getting me
1: let me just go ahead
3: it affects infants the infants it also affects the girl's child they suffer a lot in a giving birth, sometimes you see that because of the they, they've held a lot of this uh, uh, air that comes out of this uh, this uh, oil tells because of the splitted, they destroy the place. It, it will just flow on the ground instead of passing through the pipe. The thing is going on the ground, and the children inhale uh, it. It also delay conception. So uh, on the w- girls, the, most of them because of the rich ones around there, they rape the girls. The mm-hmm. girls are raped. The girls get married easily because they see the rich ones around there, because the way they make money, they are not making it in a good way. This, it affects them too. We talk about the disability, like what my colleague have also said. It affects them because of these oil Many of them, this bunker, you know what they do because they get a lot of money. They have gangs, they have groups, sometimes they fight. And as they're fighting, the disabled cannot run, they cannot fight. Mm-hmm. Most of them are killed. Poverty around that area. It's only the ones that can find that can get it. It's only those, because the money is not shared equally. If you can't join them, what do you do? The elderly are there, suffering, poverty everywhere. So these are the things we're talking about. The government should look into it.
1: Uh, We'll quickly take a break here, and when we come back, we'll continue with our conversation. We are still looking at oil theft and violations of regulatory laws in the extractive industry. We'll be right back to stay with us.
0: (music) If you don't know, you go, just they suffer. Many, many things they happen, oh, if you don't know, you go, just they cry.
1: Let's still follow the Money Radio program implemented by Connected Development Code for short. And of course, this program is supported by Oxfam International. And this morning, we have been looking at oil theft and violations of regulatory laws in the extractive industry. My guest uh, still remains the uh, state lead for Connected Development, uh, that's Comrade Okonta Emeka Okelum. And of course, we have an activist in the house, evangelist Mrs. D- Helen uh, DK. Uh, good to know you're still here with us. You can be part of the conversation this morning. Uh, the call lines are 08167749851 or 08071228571. Send us a text message via 08140392069. So we go back to where we left it now. How can uh, the nation prevents oil theft. I mean, we can't just come up here yes. to talk about the problem of oil theft and ore, uh, but we should be able to prefer solutions. And where do we start? How do we move around these areas? Let's begin with you, Mrs. Dike.
3: Thank you very much. How we can, how can the nation provi- uh, prevent it? One, by providing adequate sovereign machinery at the rural, rural and interior area of this uh, Niger Delta to monitor the the uh, the oil chest. You know this a uh, you know what they do? They go to the interior inside the bush. what they do is to keep the a place and um, they now began to do local refinery. But we are looking at now. second one is providing satellite, technology to monitor all cargoes, the cargoes and the badges that carry the oil. you know why they should put it? One, as they are pumping the oil into the cargoes, they have a limit. There's something that reads, the meter reads. And if the uh, the satellite technology is there to monitor them, once it gets to that point, it will stop. But when we are not using it, it's, they will overload it. And that's where they make the, the, the oil theft come, with these big top people. But we are talking about the local one is the bunkery aspect of it. But these are the top, uh, big, big players that play there. Then again, we should also check the pirates, sea pirates that are in the sea. They are, they are the people working and conniving with the oil company and dealing with the foreign uh, expats, foreign uh, all these oil uh, foreigners that deals with stolen oil. Again, we check excess loading of crude oil to the ship. They must know how many barrels they want to load this ship. Is it going to... Then they put a, a, a kind of check on that. Two, well, another one, we check offshore workers. Offshore workers work with them. Because if the offshore workers are not working with them, they will not be able. They are the people working on the offshore. Again, we check the paper for loading, the lady. You must check. Most of the lady are for ones. They are not authentic. They will doctored it. If they put... Maybe they go to the, uh, the normal place to put... Uh, f- 500 barrels of oil. They doctor it. They may put one at the back and it becomes 1, 1,000 barrel 1,500. They must check it. Again, check security agent on the sea. The security agent that pilot, without them, they cannot succeed. Without, because these people monitor as they are pumping the oil at the ship that anchored in the sea. They know what to do. You know, the bunkery. They have bunkery. Bunk, some the real bunkery ones, they have license. What they do is to Take the oil to the fuel to the uh, sea, the ship that are at the sea, then fuel it or send buy water and send to them or um, lubricant. But the one we are talking about is the illegal bunkery. Illegal bunkers are the ones that go at the uh, interior of the in bush to f- refine and do other things. And the oil, it is. these are the ways Nigerians should, they, if they want to get the things well done, they will do it.
1: Thank you very much. Okay, uh Cambridge Okwanta, uh, you might want to add something to
2: that. Okay, yeah, for me, uh, we have modern technologies right now. Mm. And uh, I believe uh, if our government is committed, is all and the oil companies themselves are committed, there are need for them to implement rolling all these uh, new technologies. And with these new technologies, these guys w- will their their attempts at oil theft will be minimized or prevented.
1: Uh, Okay, and then of course we are also looking at the impact of oil theft on Niger Delta and uh, given at a time where the NDDC is going through the probe, the House and of course the Senate and all, we have seen so many allegations uh, on the back and forth and what you want to call the drama uh, playing out as far as that is concerned. How really does all of this impact on the Niger Delta people?
2: thank you very much my brother you see uh, though i might not really want to s- speak much about the drama that have uh, unfolded recently because uh, this program might not, uh, not do not have time to discuss about those uh, drama but uh, speaking concisively around the issue for which we are here for which cons- which is all about uh, oil theft you see there is no how we can discuss oil theft and its impact without putting into mind issues like oil bunkery, uh, pipeline vandalism, uh, environmental degradation, mm-hmm. and uh, all these put together will, in the end, add to the already existing issues of around the climate change, you know. and. As these things go, it it, it, it affects livelihood of the Del- Niger Deltans. It, it, the, the economic uh, the economic strength of our, our uh, of the Niger Delta states is equally affected. Governance issues in Niger Delta is equally uh, compromised. Peace and security, are equally issues that, oil thief, OE, OE, um oil theft, impacts upon directly and indirectly. Then beyond these. Other negative impacts of oil theft is that we see it every day. There are increasing, increased cases of insecurity in Niger Delta as a result of oil theft. With with respect to one uh, militant gang fighting the other one on both on the sea and in the communities, issues of social unrest, increasing criminalities every day. You see and again one ugly thing i keeps uh, that is having recurring because of oil theft is this case of uh, uh, swapping off crude oil for arms mm-hmm. and again you see niger delta if if the if the issues of uh, oil theft continues niger delta will, will continue to experience more conflict and our uh, uh, the niger delta will become very fragile you know to to possible uh, uh, Cases of uh, um, unrest mm. and other issues around it. So these are issues we have seen that are uh, that, that 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 takes place or that are the direct impact of oil theft. And because of all these things, we are encouraging and supporting our government to do everything within their power to stop it, and also calling upon our uh, community youths, calling upon other stakeholders in the community to discourage such actions i know there are excuses people are putting forward like mm. i just mentioned earlier but to to us for our national for the growth of our national economy those excuses are not enough okay as, as we begin to wind
1: up now uh mrs dickie let's get to you now mm. uh, how would you assess the role of gov- uh, governors uh, or governments around the niger delta region in discouraging this oil theft Uh, are you seeing enough coming from governors of this region or is it still a fight solely by the federal government
3: Uh, i'm looking at it that the our state governments are not doing enough but they are trying Mm, the state the federal government should empower them more and again the federal government need to put in place infrastructures in the region to pacify this habit against perpetual magic, you know the the not the south are not enjoying their benefits. So, this g- f- government uh, they know what to do, but they fail to do it. Why I say so is that if they can create more employment for the youth and move them to support this security men, it will work well. They know it, but they refuse to do it. So. Federal government, you know, the the host communities are are suffering. They are passing through so many things. What they, what what they, just for example, this is your office. And somebody now enters this place and begins to make millions more than you. How would you feel? Wouldn't you want to move and ask why? And even fight to stop it because of your children and future. So the government, they are not doing enough. They are not what we are saying now is that they should sit up our government should sit up and again the niger delta commissions that. look at what is going on with, with the Ababio, who did well during his own tenure in the in the in, the, uh, in his state mm. it was a wonderful governor i loved him but coming to this place i don't know what is what we are seeing now they should do the three percent they are supposed to give to the niger delta to develop it let them use it well Let them use
1: it well. All right. Uh, I think that's a fine place to leave it this morning on the show. I must thank you, especially uh, Comrade Emeka Okonta, for coming through this morning on the show. Thank you very much. And of course, uh, you just heard the voice of the activist in the house, evangelist Mrs. Helen Dicker. Thank you so much for your insights to the discussion this morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we hope to do this some other time. Thank you. That's the show this morning. Many thanks for uh, joining us. Remember, follow the money radio program. Uh, is implemented by Connected Development. That's good and supported by Oxfam International. Thank you for listening. Uh, keep listening to Trend 100.9 FM. My name is Chidi Ndukwe. Have a good day ahead. <music>
0: Many, many things they happen oh! No. If you don't know you go, just they suffer Many, many things they happen oh! No. If you don't know you go, just they cry